0: Welcome to the Ready Yeti Podcast, where we tell the story of startups in the outdoor sport industry through the voice of their founders.
1: What is going on, Ready Eddy Podcast listeners? Josh Salvo here, your host. And on today's episode, I'm sitting down with my partners, Drew Funstein and Matt Delabona. What's going on, guys? Not much. How are you doing, Josh? Pretty good. Pretty good. How about you, Drew? How are you doing?
2: doing pretty well it sounded like you almost forgot our names there for a second though i
1: was just trying to do a dramatic pause you know in my (laughs) year of podcasting. very dramatic i've learned to take advantage of the dramatic pause (laughs) yeah (laughs) or at least make it seem like it's just a dramatic pause and not me forgetting (laughs) 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 but anyway um this is our one year anniversary of the red yeti podcast It's our 52nd episode we've been doing this for a year straight every tuesday You
0: guys, (laughs) it's our anniversary. I know, I know. I I, I didn't even get you guys anything. Dude,
1: I got you something. What the hell? Anyway, um, on this episode, we thought we would take this opportunity to sort of reflect on the last year of podcasting and all of the awesome individuals we've had the opportunity to sit down with and interview and share their story. So, um, since Drew... um, Drew's going to take over as sort of the, uh, MC here and ask me and Matt some questions.
2: Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and, uh, talk about, um, Josh, you start with what was your favorite episode so far of the radio podcast? Um, there's probably two episodes that
1: really jump out at me. Um, more so just because of who I had the opportunity to interview. Um, The first one is Jason Leventhal. Um, He was episode 20, I think. So if you're interested in having listened to that episode, I would highly suggest it. I liked interviewing him because he was the most honest and real person we had in the sense of, like, there was no bullshit. Not saying that, like, anyone we interviewed, like, was spewing any kind of BS, but he was just so overly real and honest that it was like, oh, wow. (laughs) this is what this is like. You know what I mean? And it was really, I really liked what he had to say. And just for me, he was always someone that I looked up to as a skier. You know, he founded Line Skis, was one of the big influencers for full tilt boots. And now he just purchased Forefront Skis and he's going to be running that, which is the largest independent ski company. So he just has a really awesome story and i guess it was just a really cool experience to be able to interview someone that i've always looked up to um and i think that episode was the was when we were sort of starting to like actually build a subscriber base for the for the podcast um and hearing people's feedback from that episode was really cool and then the second one i would say is bryce phillips founder of evo um and for people who might not be familiar with Evo, they're like one of the largest online retailers for outdoor good or like outdoor sport goods, um, they're like second to backcountry.com. Um, and I don't actually remember what number episode that is. Um, if I were to look through our podcast and actually scroll all the way down to, uh, that was episode 26. So if you guys are interested in listening to those episodes, I'd definitely suggest it. Um, But yeah, that's, that's what I would say are my two, two favorites.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Those, uh, I really enjoyed both of those also the Jason Leventhal one. I I remember sitting on an airplane listening to that one and just being like so blown away about how, how real he was about stuff. I know it's crazy. uh, Definitely. Definitely a good one. Uh, Matt, what about you? What were your favorite, uh, podcast episodes?
0: I honestly don't
2: know if I can pick a
0: favorite, but there's definitely a number of them that stand out. Um, First off, I mean, not exactly the most riveting topic, but uh, 0.6 socks. Um, I used SmartWool for a while. I mean, I'm sure you guys have known about them um, and have used them as well. But just to get the full story of how he built that up and, you know, kind of stepped away and wanted to even beat... His own legacy with the new company. I thought that was really cool. I thought it was really bold. Um, and I guess um, yep. Hummingbird Hammocks really does stick out too, just That's because it was one 13, of our by first. By the way. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: For anyone who's listening uh, does want to, want to check it out so they know. Yep. Anyway. Episode 13.
0: That and uh, Hummingbird Hammocks. It was one of the first episodes that we've done. I just remember really having that feeling of not knowing where this is, what was was going to go how it was going to develop uh, it ended up being an incredible story as well just because i mean chris is a really interesting guy i think that was
1: maybe our third second podcast first, first ep- well it was right after episode 0 it was the first one we actually published oh okay perfect oh yeah that's right the cool um, thing about that episode is the fact that we recorded it without knowing we were going to turn it into a podcast <laughs>
0: yeah it's nice nice to look back and see where you've
2: come from to look at your roots yeah definitely the uh that actually is a really good segue into my next question for you matt um is kind of if you if you listen to our podcasts in order um you will kind of notice that um it gets better over time um i mean of course josh gets better at interviewing people over time But <laughs> I don't really say the, the same the- things over and over anymore well i do yeah. just not as <laughs> <I've> much been- <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't agree more couldn't agree more. Oh, shut up you two. It's really hard
1: Matt to say, to, to say the same five things over and over in response to people's
2: questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But no, um a lot of people don't know. I mean, of course you hear you hear Josh in almost every episode, but um Matt does the production of all the episodes and you'll notice that like the audio quality everything gets better over time um and so matt maybe you could share some insight into kind of your process um and how we went from having like a really just like starting up a podcast not really knowing much to like actually having a really good production quality
0: well that's just it i mean for the most part when we started i really did just jump into it and i'm still am learning and still fixing and finding new techniques and things online um But to start out, I don't even think that, I think we, Josh, I think you you might have used um, just like your headphones. We didn't have any, you know, a pop filter. So, I mean, we we still are pretty bare bones um, in terms of what we use to actually record it. We use a, a Rode NT1A mic on a little stand with a pop filter. That's pretty much it. Uh, aside from our interface. But what I end up doing is just chopping sections up and editing volume where is it's needed. Um, Josh is recording uh, all these episodes from our apartment in New York City, so you'll get a lot of random sounds from sirens going by, or, <laughs> you know, un- all the uncontrollable noise that is, you know, beyond our well beyond our control um <laughs> aspiring singers just belting out random oh songs my God. in the middle of episodes <laughs> so in our in our apartment building we we live in harlem um we live with not one not i mean at, it seems like at least five different <laughs> opera singers or um just actors or actresses or something so we always get these singers just belting out at ridiculous uh, really early in the morning to really late at night to just in the middle of the day. There is no rhyme or reason it seems, but it's always cracks me up whenever I can like hear a vague singing in the background.
1: I know. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like asking a question and I'll be like, yeah, I can totally hear this person just going to town right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. One of our, one of our episodes actually, I forget. I think it might've been, um, bulletproof denim. Um, he was outside and there were birds chirping. He was like, Oh, I think you guys can probably hear the birds chirping. I think it here. was a dog. It was a dog. A dog was barking. Was it a dog. Yeah. Cause yeah, I specifically
1: was... remember being like, Oh, well there's that. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's
2: going to be fun later.
1: Yep. It's, where it's Matt's problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, uh, I couldn't agree more. Um, oh, funny. Yeah. Clever. <laughs> 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 um, so Josh, what, advice would you give to someone <laughs> who was just was thinking about starting a podcast or even a company that's thinking about starting a podcast what should they do to get started
1: um so i'll give the advice that um i heard from tim ferris right before we started a podcast where he basically and it's not just advice for starting a podcast it's really for starting a new project in general um it basically his thought processes, if you're going to try something new that may not be something that is a long-term, um, thing that you do, for lack of a better word, you should turn it into sort of a learning experience, right? So he basically would say, it's just like, okay, so if you're going to decide you want to try a podcast, right, commit to doing it for like at least six episodes. And in doing those six episodes, try and work on something, um, in regards to your, yourself, right? So whether it's uh, becoming more comfortable interviewing someone, um, being more comfortable with the way you sound <laughs> when you're listening to yourself, or um, just some sort, turn it into some kind of learning experience. So if after that period of time, it ends up that the podcast or whatever it is that you're doing isn't the direction you actually want to go down, you won't have just feel like you wasted time, right? doing however many weeks you were doing it. So at the end of it, you're like, okay, well, I learned X, Y, and Z. So it was worth it, even though maybe you're not going to continually do it. Um, The other thing is, um, if you're going to podcast, you should listen to podcasts. Like, I don't think we would have stayed consistent in doing an episode every Tuesday and getting better uh, at it, whether it's me or learning how to actually interview someone and not say Mm -hmm. the same thing over and over in response, um, or Matt with his production. But if we didn't actually really like and care about podcasts and like listen to a crap ton of them, then we would never have done this. So if you're not someone who's into podcasts, then don't do it. But if you're listening to this episode, you're probably into podcasts. So I'd say those are my two pieces of advice.
2: Yeah, actually in, uh, Ad hoc here, I'm thinking, um, if you're a podcast listener of ours and, um, you would like a t-shirt that is a Ready Yeti t-shirt that says, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Oh my God. Uh, um, good. Send an email to info at Ready Yeti and, uh, we will see if we get enough people interested, we might make a t-shirt with that on there. Great. Um, just gonna, just gonna throw that in there. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Josh.
1: (laughs) You're not sorry. Don't don't. I don't apologies. I thought you were joking about
0: that when you first showed us the image. Well, I I also
1: didn't get it, which is hilarious in itself. (laughs) Because like like, you both were just like ha ha ha, and I'm like I don't (laughs) get it, and they're like really, and I'm like, "Uh." (laughs) I
2: think think our podcast listeners get it. No, they definitely (laughs) do.
1: They definitely do. Yeah.
2: Well, um, you, def- you
1: definitely
0: have at least one from me I would <laughs> I would buy one
2: <laughs> yeah so uh, remember if you want that t-shirt info at com. Um, shoot us an email um, so my next question is kind of for both of you but we'll start with you Matt um, what has been the hardest part like what did you not realize was going to be so difficult about creating a podcast
0: oh wow uh, there are so many things for starters Completely new. Completely uncharted territory for me. Had no idea what was on the other side, how to delegate my time, how much work would go into what. Um, So every step of the way, any new thing was the first time I was dealing with it. Um, This could mean, you know, um, my computer isn't compatible with a certain program that I need to use to uh, edit something out. Um, But even bigger than that, taking a a further step back, finding the time to sit down, make sure that I go get all the show notes done on on time, sending the audio for review to the interviewee, all of that, coordinating that and juggling all the moving parts um, outside of Ready Yeti has been the trickiest part. Um, I'm I before we started Ready Eddie and Josh and Drew. I'm sure you guys are, would agree, but I'm not really an organized person. So I had to learn how to be organized, and that learning curve has by far been the trickiest. Um, I think I, I have my checks and balances that keep me on my toes. But even still, I, I think you're very organized, Matt oh thank you <laughs> i you, you know i try you know i try i know the efforts there
1: that's for sure
2: <laughs> oh, Yeah. Uh,
1: okay so i guess i should answer the question
2: yeah you should um
1: huh. hardest part about the podcast um i don't know there's a lot of aspects to it um Okay, so when we work, when we bring on a new co- a startup that we work with, right? Like the way in which we measure how why if we're going to bring a brand on is how innovative their product is. Is it do they have a, a focus in sustainability, and are they making really a, a big an impact in the outdoor industry, right? And none of that has anything to do with how good the founder is at speaking (laughs) you know what I'm saying so like understand like when when we first started being able like there are certain people that I just had a natural chemistry with when interviewing them and I feel like most people could tell or at least I could tell when I'd go back and listen to the episode where it was just much more natural and more comfortable so for me learning how to make that happen with people that I didn't have that natural chemistry with was challenging and I'm still working on it. I'm not like great at it by any stretch of the imagination, but being aware of it and having like certain things that I do to help make it more, help it be more prominent with someone that it's a little bit more difficult and just less natural. Does that, does that make sense guys? Am I, am I making sense? (laughs) Um, so I'd say that was probably one of the hardest the the second piece is um getting comfortable listening to myself and realizing that there's like that four or five things that I just say over and over again in response to someone and really understanding how to fix that and make myself a better interviewer so i'd I'd say that those two things were probably the hardest parts,
0: okay, yeah, cool I mean I couldn't agree more. <laughs>
1: No, no, but but
0: seriously, even like in when we do these uh, yeti chats, it's so hard to really, really be conscious of you know the things that you just say over and over again, or or just habits that you that you develop when you you speak. Like even when I'm listening to um, you know things that I say, like in probably later on when I'm listening re-editing this episode, not being aware of like you'd be surprised how unaware you are of the things you say when you say them.
1: Oh, yeah. And that's why I listen to every episode, like, multiple times. Like, when I'm creating... Like, when Matt, once you write the show notes and put it all together, and I put it on the site and, like, actually create the page, I listen to the entire episode, like, twice all the way through while I'm doing that. And then... I'll get in my car, and then I like I'm subscribed to our podcast, and I'll have all the episodes downloaded, and I'll listen to it a third time, and then I'll just like overanalyze the crap out of myself, and be like, okay, <laughs> I said this eight times, I said this seven times, I need to not, I need other things to say, so I'm not like a broken record. And also, I don't like to, I try not to tell the same story. Like uh, if someone answers a question similarly to someone else, and I'll have a personal experience that I can relate to it. I'll try and like have a conscious like log of like, okay, I said this, I said this exact story like four episodes ago. It probably would be boring to hear it again if I was a listener and actually listened to the last four episodes. You know what I mean? So like all those sorts of things, it's, it's difficult to manage, but it's also kind of fun at the same time.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well that's all I've got. For questions about the podcast. Um Josh, you want to tell us about the giveaway we just finished up?
1: Um, sure. Are you sure there was no other questions? I feel like I had more written down. Um favorite part about podcasting. Yeah, okay, all right. You're, yeah, you're way better at this than I am. Um <laughs> You're tired. <laughs> yeah, you can take over, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we wrapped up our biggest give dollar amount giveaway ever la- this past, or er, last Tuesday, I should say, when this goes live. Um, and we ended at almost 4,000 total uh, unique entries, which is pretty incredible. Um, we grew our subscribership by like 26% in two weeks, um, which is great we're really excited to have a whole huge group of new people who are interested in supporting outdoor startups and hearing their stories and listening to us three, you know, fumble our way through figuring all this out. Um, which is really exciting. We're just happy that we've been able to do it for a year and, um, hope that we can do it for so many more years going forward.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. I, um, I know we had talked about this before. I know this episode might be getting a little bit long, but um, we can throw Matt on the spot and ask him a couple of the questions that we normally ask people. You know, In our last Yeti chat, Josh, you and I answered some questions, but Matt wasn't there. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I also do not have those questions in front of me. I do. So Josh, do. you're going to have to yeah,
1: okay, so pick Okay, and ask I'm going to pick a random one. <laughs> Um, wha- okay, this is actually more difficult than I want it to be.
2: <laughs>
1: Matt, tell us something unique uh, that no one knows about you, Ready Eddie, and the, or, you know, just you in general that, um, you think makes us unique or you unique at least. Oh, wow. Um, <clears throat> I picked okay. the next question. Hang on. Well, bear, bear with me, right. me It'll here. It'll be awkward, and um, I'm sure you can cut it out if oh, you take too long. Yeah. Answer. Wow. I was expecting
0: a very different question. Who are you? Yeah. this is a t- It's hard to talk about yourself. Just side note, like, you know, I'm just going to throw this out there. It is difficult to really put your project or yourself under the microscope. I have trouble doing that. I don't know if anyone else does. I don't know if, you know... Josh, you've come across that. I've noticed a couple of our uh, interviewees kind of need also a minute. You are a pro at stalling right now. Thank you. I have so much (laughs) other information to share. Um, (laughs) Well, for one, I'm a pro at stalling. Something. Um, No. In all seriousness, um, one thing that I think is really interesting about Ready Eddie, just because I know I have the pleasure of... Having a little bit more insight, knowing you guys a bit longer, is Ready Yeti went from being, and correct me if I'm wrong here guys, but a um a ski manufacturer to an e-commerce site. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And then I think we pivoted uh slightly towards American Yeti, which is I guess would be when I came onto the scene. Um, that was just a blog, like a yeah. straight up blog. Uh, and it, that, I guess that progression was, uh, and, and obviously then to what we are now, but over the
1: course of time, that was about five, six years. Yeah. It's a long time. I want to know something about you though, Matt, something unique about okay. you.
0: All right, fine. Six years is a long time. I thought it would be fun. Okay. So something unique about me.
2: It's funny because I can actually think of something same, that you could say. Same, same. I and got you're not things. saying it. Yeah. yeah,
1: I got, I got a few as well. Um, Matt doesn't like talking I, about himself.
2: Yeah. What, what Nolan, was your major, Matt?
1: Oh yeah, derm. Okay, that's that's a
0: thing. Yeah, Um, I, <laughs> I um studied natural resources uh, with a focus in resource planning in college when i graduated uvm which is where i attended i kind of went full throttle into it and was really looking for you know job just as a field worker taking soil samples pretty much a typical entry-level position in that field i you know went on a lot of interviews it's tough to find a job it's applied everywhere under the sun and uh maybe two three months later a really good friend of mine just texted me and said, hey, I'm moving out to Vail, Colorado. You should come with me. Um, I thought about it for half a second, and two weeks later, I'm packing my bags, signing a lease, and getting ready to gear up for a job working at a hotel. Um, Really split-second decision, but I think that was really a foundational thing for me getting... Uh, involved with Ready Yeti because of that um, Josh at one of the parties that you and your roommates at the time threw I guess that's where we really kind of started talking about our love for the outdoors and you asked me to be a writer for American Yeti which was the blog at the time so before or after I guess, the Brita Filter incident <laughs> oh or after the Brita Filter incident that's way <laughs> after I know, we I just our, wanted to say that our friendship had time to heal for <laughs> <laughs> the time in between, oh. um, and that that is the story for another day. Yeah,
1: we but, won't, yeah. won't go into that. We won't. <laughs> uh, no, that's good. I um I think it's in it's uh, important for our listeners and our followers to really uh, get to know us, especially you, Matt, since you're a little bit more behind the scenes with uh, a lot of the stuff. I know my my wonderful voice is what most of our followers hear um but moving on another question i wanted to ask um what is your greatest fear and how do you manage it in regards to red yeti
0: um i guess the greatest fear i mean and now having been asked this i understand so many of the responses we've gotten the greatest fear is really just fizzling out it's it's not failing because if you, I mean, failing big, I would at least, you know, you give it your all. It's just not developing, which is hard to, I mean, with what we talk about moving to the future, it seems like it'd almost be impossible because we always talk about a new idea and table it for later um, if we don't even uh, implement it. But um, just fizzling out, just having people get bored of us, having us not really do anything new and interesting. Um, Yeah, I think that, to me, that would be an even bigger failure than going after some big event or some big um, grandiose action with Red Yeti because at least, you know, the risk is there. And the effort would be behind it, but to just fall off the map would kind of be a little heartbreaking, considering we put so much time and effort into it. And yeah, that's it. It's
1: beautiful, Matt. Thank you. Um, well, I think uh, I think we've talked our listeners' ears off uh, long enough in this episode. What do you guys think?
2: yeah they, they don't want to hear about us
1: <laughs> anyway um so yeah so that wraps up this episode um we're stoked to have made it to a full year of podcasting and um i can speak for at least myself i know i'm stoked for uh what we're going to be doing in the next year with the podcast and and going forward um but um yeah i don't know if there's anything else you guys want to say before we sign off
2: happy anniversary guys happy anniversary is there a song for that um, there should be. We can make a ready yeah. eddy anniversary. You, you could you can just start laying it in as we just talk to each other and fade out the episode, just laying it in the anniversary.
1: If you enjoyed today's podcast episode, then we would be incredibly appreciative if you could log on to iTunes and leave us a quick review. This really helps us get noticed by other podcast listeners like yourself. And if you know anyone that would benefit from this episode, then please share it along. Well that wraps up this episode of the Ready Eddy Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week.